In this week's parsha, we read about Korach's rebellion. When we study the account of the Machloikas of Korach, we are astounded by this incident. Not only was Moshe the one who led Klai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, but all the Jews were eyewitness to the many miracles that were performed through him. Kris Yamsev, the miracle of the man, Mamad Arsina, the ten plagues. There could be no doubt that he was commissioned by Hashem to be the leader of Klai Yisrael. So how could anyone question the authenticity of Moshe's leadership? It simply defies all logic. Rashi quotes the Medrash, How could Kairach, a wise and learned person, act so foolishly? And the Medrash answers that Moshe had appointed his brother Aharon to be the leader of Shevet Levi, and Kairach was envious of Aharon. But can envy so deprive a person of logical thinking that one would deny the evidence of one's own eyes? Sabchan Shmulev explains by citing a Mishnah in Avos. Envy, lust, and the pursuit of honor remove a person from the world. The expression is rather strange. None of those aforementioned behaviors actually cause a person to be removed from the world. So he explains, the usual deviation for a person from proper behavior is a very gradual one. The Gemara in Shabbos says that the tactic of one's Yitzhahara is to seduce a person to commit a very minor Avera first, then lead him on to progressively more serious Averas. That is the nature and the order of the world. One's desires will not entice a person to doing something so radical and absurd. However, if a person is overtaken by envy and jealousy, they escape the natural order of the world. They are no longer bound by logic. The passion of envy can be so great that it can overwhelm all rational thought and leave one vulnerable to behave in the most irrational manner. Envy indeed removes a person from the natural order of the world. And that is what happened to Kairach. The Mishnah says, What is an example of a machloikas that is ene l'shem shemaim, an argument that is not for the sake of heaven? The argument of Kairach and his colleagues. The mission is poster child for the prototypical ba-machloikas is Kairach v'adasei. The terminology the Mishnah uses seems flawed. Why not Kairach and Moshe? Those are the two combatants. There wasn't any dissension between Kairach and his cohorts. The rebellion was against Moshe. Why doesn't the Mishnah say, What is an example of an argument not Lashem Shemayim? Kairach and Moshe. So the Mepharshim explained, The reason the Mishnah says Kairach v'adasei not Kairach and Moshe, because Moshe wasn't involved in the fight. Kairach was fighting with Moshe, but Moshe wasn't fighting with Kairach. The Pasuk says, Vayokam Moshe, Vayelech el Dosan Vaviram. Moshe took the initiative and went to Dosan and Aviram. The Gemara says, Mekan She'ein Machzikim B'Machlekes. From here we derive that one may not perpetuate a dispute. Even the aggrieved party, the party that was hurt, must seek to end the dispute. Dosan and Aviram accused Moshe, and by right, they should have initiated the reconciliation. Nevertheless, Moshe was not insistent and he went to them. That's why the Mishnah says the paradigmatic example of Machloikas is Koyrech V'adasei. Moshe went to great lengths to try to avoid Machloikas. The Chafetz Chaim says something incredible. The Pasuk describes Koyrech's 250 people as Nesia Eida, leaders of congregations, Kriye Moyed, Anche Shem, men of repute. They call them Kriye Moyed. What does that mean exactly? 
says the Chafetz Chaim, when it was time for Moshe Rabbeinu to relate a new halacha that he heard in the oil Moyet, he would call together this elite group of these 250 prestigious men and teach them what he heard from the Rabbeinu Shalom. That's why they are called Kriye Moyet. Dosan and Aviram were also part of this group. Why did Moshe include them in this special group? He knew they were up to no good. He knew they were out to ruin and undermine him. There's a famous saying, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Says the Chafetz Chaim, Moshe knew from past experiences that they despised him and they were looking to cause him trouble. So Moshe went the extra mile and bent over backwards to appease them and include them and make them feel special. Moshe, the most celebrated and prestigious of all human mankind, and he is the one that begs these evil, despicable people to come to terms and make peace. This reminds me, Lahavda, Lahavda, in 2018, history was made when American President Donald Trump and the North Korean leader and dictator met in Singapore in the hopes of denuclearizing North Korea. This came just six months after trading threats about their respective nuclear buttons. It was the first ever meeting between the leaders of the U.S. and North Korea. Think about it, Trump, the President of the United States and the leader of the free world, takes the initiative to sit down and negotiate with a wicked, despicable tyrant who is less than half his age, all in the hopes of peace and making Israel and the world a safer place. Moshe took the initiative. What a lesson we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, the extreme steps a person has to take in avoiding Machlaikas. And now... We know. Have a wonderful day.